I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, this is Danica. And this is Jan. And this is Valerie. And today we watched uh, Ranma One Half Big Trouble in Nekon Ron China, um, the first <laughs> Ranma One Half movie based on the anime series, which is based on the manga. Um, yeah, that was what we watched. I guess I will go ahead and do, because I'm the most familiar with this source material and yep. everything, the the plot synopsis. Sure. Yes. Um, Not even going so... to volunteer on this end. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, so it, it basically starts with a, a goofy chase sequence that ends up getting a ton of minor Ranma characters involved, mostly for fan service. But then when the actual plot kicks in, there's um, a girl from China who is trying to get a scroll that the lecherous creep Hapasai has. Um, is that... Does, mm-hmm. Does he have it? No, I actually, I think you're right. I think she has it and she wants to talk to him to know what to do with it or something. Yes. It's a little unclear and it ultimately doesn't matter that much. Yes. Um, she but was then, looking for happiness. Right. Um, and they crash into the house and it's kind of ruined and stuff. And she's sort of explaining this to the main characters. And then um, the main bad guy descends from the heavens in a floating boat Mm -hmm. that we later see there's like a blimp thing that's carrying the boat. So it's not just powered by magic. And he has to get married to the person who has the other half of the scroll. He has half of a scroll and it was cut in two. And the other half of the scroll, the girl from China had, but she threw it because she was mad. And now Akane is holding it because of course she is. So Akane gets taken um, to be the bride. And so then the rest of the movie is pretty much about Ranma and friends trying to get Ranma back from the bad guy. Akane back. Yes. Ranma and friends trying to get Akane back from the bad guy. Yes. And can I say something? Can I say something too? Is it, initially it's not clear that the person with the scroll is going to be the bride. It's insinuated that yeah. they are going to be sacrificed. Yes, you're right. You're right. At first, they're yeah. At first, we're not sure what it's a what the scroll thing is about. But yes, it ends up being that they get married. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the, the rest of the movie is basically just about trying to get Akane back, and they go on a journey to try to find her and that sort of thing. Yes. Yes. And shenanigans and fights ensue. And that's pretty that's basically the movie. Yeah. Yes. It's I mean it's fairly straightforward despite the ridiculous way it starts proceedings. Um without getting into spoilers, what what do you guys think? <laughs> would you recommend this? Uh I would only recommend it to to uh Ronma One Half fans. Uh I've seen Ronma One Half um a little bit. I know of it. And so I knew some of the characters and their dispositions. Uh, And it was fine in that way, but I don't see it being enjoyable to somebody who just stumbles into it. Hey mom, as someone who (laughs) just stumbled into it. (laughs) Um, I, I'm on the fence as to if I would recommend it because it's, I mean, it was, it was cute ultimately, but it was just a lot of pandemonium and a lot, (laughs) a lot to take in and a lot to keep up with. And yeah, I don't, especially coming into this without 
any knowledge, really. Exactly. And I don't like the premise that it starts with, which I guess I will, you know, I will say is like, why does it always has to have to be a lecherous person after underwear or something? Couldn't he have been Hepatitis like... the worst. I know. I mean, couldn't couldn't he have been like stealing baked goods or something? I mean, No, because that's not what this character does. It's He's just, the worst. So that... Yeah. Half, that of, half of the fandom... Hate, hates him with the passion if it makes you feel any better. Yeah, so I mean, that was hard. That was hard to to it deal was. with since it was such an emphasis and and even reared, you know, its ugly head throughout. So, you know, yeah. it was like, blah. Yeah, I, I think I probably ultimately wouldn't recommend it. There are definitely parts of it that I enjoy, but it's not I mean, it's not a great movie, and Hapasai is in way too much of it. The anime creators like that character way too much. Um, yeah, I probably wouldn't ultimately recommend it as much as I enjoy this universe. That doesn't mean that I necessarily enjoy the movies, but this is a movie podcast, so this is the only way I was going to be able to talk about these guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well then, let's go. Let's get specific. That's too soon, man. <laughs> Did it way too soon. Sorry. Okay, now do it. Okay, let's get specific. I should just let you guys do it all the time. It's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's uh, get started on story, characters, voice acting, any any of that kind of stuff. There's lots of characters, so lots of oh. voice acting. Um, I guess I'll give uh, one brief fun fact, which is that this film was actually originally a double feature with, uh, I think, the sixth. Yurisai Yatsura movie, sure, which is yeah. another series by Ranma, by uh, Rumiko Takahashi. Oh, okay. um, it's also comedic and wacky, um, and probably in the same general mood of this one, of just yeah. ridiculous shenanigans. Um, but yeah, it was originally a double feature with another movie, is how it was originally shown in theaters. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, let's get it out of the way. Opening the movie with only Hapasai... It's awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. That was not endearing to this movie at all. I was like, oh, wow, this is... Because I've I've seen this movie, I think, once, like, years ago. So I didn't remember how this movie opened. And, and, I, and as we were watching that, I was just like, oh, this is a fantastic way to open this movie for mom. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. And you were like, oh, I hope he doesn't show up in any of the movies no, besides this. No, but then this. he's pretty much throughout the movie. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like ah, it majorly hinges on him and his and stuff he's done. Cool, he's cool, 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 cool. the worst. Just the worst. <laughs> Well, it's so funny when it first started, I wasn't sure what he did. Like, you know, you see his eyes and yeah. whatever. And I was like, did he just steal like underwear or something? Yes, he and sure then, did. And then because, you know, especially since the girl, you know, screamed. And then sure enough, as he's running, running, and then finally someone is saying something and then about panties and whatever. I'm just like, oh, seriously? Yeah. And then, of course, you know, his bag exploding and all of that. I'm just like... Okay. Yeah, he's he's the worst, and he's as a character at his best when he is posed as a villain in whatever arc. But um, the anime likes him too much to have him in that role all the time, so he's just like a mischievous scamp instead of like the worst that everybody hates. Yeah. <laughs> well, why did everyone uh, keep calling him their master? He was the one who originally trained Ranma and Akane's fathers, which is so the, the guy panda. with the long black hair and mustache and the guy with glasses who turns into a panda. Mm, okay. Those those two trained under him. Okay. Um, 
and then at one point tried to seal him in a cave forever to die, oh. but he escaped. Oh, goodness. So, Unfortunately. Yeah, his intro to the actual series was him escaping from, from there. Oh, wow. Um, and he basically lives at the Tendo house because no one is strong enough to make him leave. He's the worst, and he does sometimes lead to good arcs when he's the antagonist, but he's not in this. He's just, we're just supposed to find him funny, and he's the worst. I know. (sighs) Um, I only liked it when it got beat up. Yes. And it didn't happen enough. (laughs) No, it didn't happen nearly (laughs) enough. But anytime it did, I was like, oh, good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I guess kick his butt. (laughs) I liked Ryoga's intro bit, as he's like kind of lamenting, oh, where's Akane? I can't, I can, I can hear the sound of her voice. And then he gets trampled or whatever. Yes. Ryoga's a, a fun character. Yes. Um, he, he has some fun moments in this movie. He was uh, a lot of comedy fuel for this movie. And it was, it was funny. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which he's, one. He's the one who wears mostly yellow clothing. He has two little fangs and he turns into a pig. I think he doesn't have like a bandana. Or he something. does have a yellow bandana, yellow and black. Okay. Is everyone, though, in, in love with, um, wait, what was the They're girl? kind of in, in love with, ver- like, it's kind of a bunch of love triangles, like, love triangles and quadrangles and stuff. Ryoga is in love with Akane. Ranma and Akane are engaged because of their fathers, and they're, like, in love with each other, but they don't want to admit it. Shampoo yeah. is in love with Ranma. Moose is in love with Shampoo. There's, it's a lot. Okay. Uh, oh, sh- uh, Kuno, Kuno is in love with only the red-haired version of Ranma, and he doesn't know that red hair and black hair Ranma are the same person, because he's an and idiot. And he loves Akane. And he loves Akane. He loves both of them. Yeah, so the guy with the, is it Kendo? Yeah, the guy who has the Kendo sword and provided the boat for them later. Yes. Which his awful little boat was hilarious. <laughs> he's like, I will offer this, and then it cuts to them just in this... Dinky little boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shampoo is cute. Yeah. Shampoo's great. She's cute. Uh, now, who was she dragging? Cat. Who was she dragging? When Dragging? No, who was she dragging it down the down the street when the whole initial shenanigan began? She grabbed someone and was dragging Probably him behind Moose? her. I'm not sure. I don't remember who she was dragging. I don't think that was shampoo. Who was that? What shampoo is the one with the purple hair? I think it was her though, because they were they okay, were one okay. of the last Do you know ones. Who for she was dragging? What did they look like? The crowd to pass. He was saying he heard someone. He was like, "Oh, yeah, um, Moose with the big glasses and the white uh, robed outfit." Yeah, I don't remember him having and glasses. the long black hair. No, he he can't see without his glasses. Um, no, it wasn't. And him. he loves shampoo, and he has stuff come out of just half of this podcast is me explaining these characters yeah no that's okay that's okay it was whoever she was dragging probably didn't ultimately matter because that whole opening sequence is is just for shenanigans sake yeah yeah Yeah, lots and lots and lots of shenanigans that's for sure yeah yeah like we probably shouldn't spend too much time on it because yeah the opening thing ultimately didn't matter if you have questions about any of the characters that were then along for the ride then that's one thing but a lot of the characters that were in the intro ultimately didn't matter in the movie um so Okay. Um, yeah, besides Hapasai, I enjoyed most of the characters that, that were there of the protagonists. Yes. Um, villains, they're interesting. Yeah, the villains are okay. Yeah, pretty boring or, or not there. Well, the the prince guy, um, whatever his name was, he Kieran. didn't seem that much like a villain. I don't know. 
Well, I mean, he did kidnap a woman and was telling her that she had to marry him, even if she didn't want to. So that's relatively villainous. Yeah. But yeah, no. he's not like a mustache twirling villain. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, we, we kind of went past it, but um, I loved Nabiki getting up to leave with her food right before they all crashed into the house. Oh, yeah, Like, she yeah. could just hear them coming and just got up and went into the other room. Yeah. Um, Nabiki's one of Akane's sisters. Her two sisters don't really have much to do in this movie, but Nabiki was around in the beginning, so. Yeah, that was a pretty funny cut where everybody was being chased or whatever, but then it cuts to Akane's family. It's just like eating he, Having curry, yeah. having the lunch that she called, that her sister called for, and it's like, oh yeah, they're just here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, you, you see one of the sisters, Nabiki, get up as like, oh, it sounds like they're coming or something yeah. like that, as she gets out of the way before they all crash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. like, there's definitely, yeah, this is just, it's a comedy. It's a, a it's wacky, a, It's a martial arts comedy. romantic comedy. comedy. Mm. It's uh, focused on martial arts, silliness, and romance. And that's yeah, yeah. its whole thing. Yeah, but even with the martial arts. <laughs> the movies arts, tend to focus more on the martial arts, though. But I think even with the martial arts, it's not like this story was about Ranma getting stronger no. in any way. Like, it wasn't what I would typically think of some... Uh, is it, yeah, shonen anime? Sure, yeah. Where, like, you try to fight, get defeated, learn a technique or train or something, and then you fight and win. They don't necessarily do that in the movies a ton, though. But, fair. for instance, I did just watch the first One Piece movie recently. Yes, And it's fair. a much more Let's straightforward... Go. I'm not going to describe the whole thing, but it's basically like there's a bad guy who's after a treasure. They end up on the same island and they end up having to fight and defend. And like, it's it's fairly, it's kind of more straightforward than this movie is. But yeah. this movie, like Ranma's universe is also more focused on the wacky antics. Yeah. Unfortunately, too many of the wacky antics in this movie was focused on the worst character. Yeah. Which is to the movie's detriment. Yes. But, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean... Wacky shenanigans aren't to everyone's liking, so I'm not surprised if they weren't things that mom particularly enjoyed, but, and also half of it was half a side. Yeah, I think that's part of it, is it was this character that I'm like, I don't like you, I don't like to see you, things that you do aren't appealing. Yeah. So it didn't put a great spin on the movie. Yeah. Well, here's, here's from an outside perspective, here's why I didn't really see the lead villain as much of a villain because the way that I interpreted it is that he thought that now I just keep forgetting the names. Asoki, wait, what is her name? Akane. Akane is, the, is okay. Yeah. He thought Akane was the bearer of the scroll. He right. was brought up and ingrained that he had to marry the bearer of the scroll. And so I don't know. I just, I not that I thought that that was good, but I thought that he was, you know, that it was something he thought was, you know, destiny for whatever. So, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't I, I mistreating her per se. No, but he also was like, we are going to be married even when she seemed like she wasn't into that. So yeah. he was villainous to some degree, yes. but yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, you're and what like, I. Pre- yeah, sorry. I was just going to say what I also appreciated is he wasn't creepy and lecherous and like the times where yeah. she rejected yeah. him, he <laughs> backed off. He didn't like right. try to force kiss her. He appreciated her cooking and her <laughs> efforts, you know, things like that just made her him, terrible, terrible made him, cooking. yeah, I mean, made, made him not just, you know, likable really or like whatever. He enjoyed her terrible food. Yeah, that, that was, was funny. Because as soon as she started cooking, I was groaning because it, I know that Akane is 
terrible cook. Mm. Um, but then I was like, oh, he's going to like it, though, isn't he? Because <laughs> he just eats the pickled stuff. And also that's what's most comedically appropriate is yes. that he would enjoy it. Yeah. That's oh, funny. I liked little cat shampoo helping push a bucket of water off the side of the boat when after the elephant smashes the hole in it. Yes. And they're still trying to pedal in, in the back of the boat. They're pushing water out. Yes. Little cat shampoo is a little and like pushing the bucket. It's yeah. great. As you can tell, there's several characters in here who are cursed to change forms when they... It's cold water that turns them into their cursed forms and hot water that turns them back. So... Well, I... And that was... I didn't understand that yeah. why there wasn't a transformation in the end, which is spoiler section, so I won't discuss that, but I did Because it was understand. hot water. Oh, okay. Because it was a geyser. It was geyser water. That's okay. Why. Yeah. Okay. Hot springs. Yeah. And to an outsider, um, I just it I just thought it was water that changed that character. Right. No, it's it's cold water that changes the them into the water. cursed and hot water that changes them in back. So yeah. Okay, so the red form is a cursed form? Yeah, Ranma is, is naturally the black-haired boy, and then his curse is to turn into the red-haired girl. Okay. And then his father, the gla- the guy with glasses, turns into a panda. Shampoo, the purple-haired girl, turns into a cat. Uh, Moose turns into a duck. And uh, Ryoga turns into a pig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I okay. think that's all of the ones that were in this movie. Yes. I mean, those are the main cursed characters, and then there are others, ones that are mostly antagonists that ever show up in the series. But anyways, the, uh, that whole scene with Kieran and Akane, like, try, it was trying to be dramatic, yeah. where they were in his room, and, like, this back and forth, and, like, the, the camera angles and the lighting, and, like, the way they were talking seemed like it was trying to be so dramatic, but it wasn't really to me. Yeah, I don't think it earned it. Yeah. Um, when he was sick? I don't sick, know, how did that scene mean, play for you? You mean when he yeah, was sick? after... And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. He wasn't very villainous. He was very, like, kind and appreciative, like, of her cooking, even though she almost wrecked his, his boat and, you know, did all those shenanigans. And then he didn't, I mean, I know ultimately he said, well, you're going to marry me, but he still wasn't, right. like, you know, trying to, I don't know, be creepy and, and you know, and, sure. and I don't know. So, no, I get it. Yeah. So I guess he was just an empathetic villain, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think so. I didn't ultimately care about him very much. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, his quote there was, you will quietly accept your fate and become my bride. Yeah, that one was pretty yikes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one was like, "Mm, okay, sure. Because we have to make sure you know that he is still the villain of this piece. We do have to stop him. Yes. 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 Um, But yeah, he's, he's a relatively sympathetic villain. Right. And, you know, but again, it's... Them setting up the premise that he thinks she's the bearer of the scroll. Right. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I don't know. He wasn't even listening to the other girl, Lychee, when she was trying to like say she was one that had it. Or Akane was like... Well, it was also kind of a running joke that no one was really listening to Lychee, so... Yeah. Yeah, and then she, <laughs> yeah, she to, did... Hard to say how much that reflects his personality. <laughs> yeah, he, she did seem to get that point across at the end of the movie to him. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily think that was it. It was, uh, but that's spoilers. We'll talk about it in spoilers. Um, Um, Oh, what my only other fun fact, when they get on Kieran's ship um, in the middle-ish of the movie, there was a scene that was storyboarded um, where Tarawaki Kuno uh, got to fight the twins, but they never ended up actually animating that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, He's, 
Yeah, um, and that that could have been fun, um, but you know, who knows? Yeah, it was that was part of like trying to remember who fought them on the ship, and then like correlating it to like spoiler the end stuff. Yeah, yeah. What is the uh, the main guy's name again? To in the in the black Ronma. Ronma. Okay. Okay. So and Akane, right? I just yes. want to make sure. Okay. So Ronma didn't seem like he was a very good fighter. <laughs> just gonna say i don't know (laughs) it's like if he hadn't had his friends i don't think he would have succeeded he is a pretty good fighter but yeah i mean this movie doesn't doesn't really really showcase that in spoiler territories the the last fight scene was was you know seemed to showcase them you know to some extent but up until that point almost all the fight scenes i'm kind of like Okay. Um, is he supposed to be a really good fighter? I mean, not really being super familiar with, you know, with right. all this. I mean, he is a good fighter, but I will 100% agree with you that this movie didn't really show that very well. <laughs> yeah, other than him with the twins, I think that's what prompted me to say that, is that scene yeah. seemed to be very, you know, fairly successful. He used both, you know, his his brains and, you know, whatever, and his coordination to but yeah um yeah and we'll we'll we need to talk about that in spoilers got it got it um, got it yeah the whole in fight stuff yeah we could talk more about that but yeah um i can i can see how you would come away from the movie not really finding him very impressive as a fighter yeah (laughs) um i i do want to have a this is my only voice acting note which Mm -hmm. is that i really love what is her megumi Megumi Hayashibara, Hayashibara um, voices uh, Ranma's cursed form, and uh-huh. I just love, I love her work in that role. Mm. She just, I just really love hearing her as as girl Ranma. Just the personality that she brings to the role is really fun. I think Kape Yamaguchi is is fine as uh, boy Ranma also, but I just particularly love Megumi um, as girl Ranma. No, yeah, I think the voice acting was was fine. It was was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seemed to go, again, I wasn't familiar with the characters, but all of the characters, their voices, they seemed to mesh. Yeah, no, I think they definitely, I mean, it's all the same people that were on the anime uh, series and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I think they cast all the main characters well. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm mostly a fan of and familiar with the um, manga um, I haven't even seen all of the anime. I've just seen a little bit of it. Um, but yeah, I think that they did good casting work for all the characters. So they all feel like those voices fit these big personalities. Mm-hmm. Any other um, non-spoiler story character voice acting stuff? I don't think so. Animation stuff then. I put that um, the animation seemed to be on ones in that scene where Ranma verbally confronted Kieran on the ship or whatever. Like, it seemed really smooth and dynamic in that one scene. Yeah, and like, uh, How her sleeves hair. and hair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, that one, I noticed that too. Like, she looked very dynamic, even yeah. though she wasn't actually doing a ton, a ton. Mm-hmm. But like, her her clothes and stuff were 
It was very interesting. It was good. Also, the the gayest scene in the movie. Sure. <laughs> um, when he's like, whoa, whoa. He's like, wait, aren't you a girl? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> neither of them actually care. It's yeah, fine. I'm like, this movie's homophobic. <laughs> or maybe he's homophobic. He's, yeah, see, that's, that's why he, that's villain. how we know he was the villain. <laughs> Karen is homophobic. Um, oh, what a shame. Solved it. Wait, a, ca- a, a cane? Um, are you talking about Akane? Sorry. Akane. You're fine. You just don't know these characters' names, really. Okay. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, all, all of the colors, all of the, I don't know. I, I It was very, uh, very pretty to look at, all the animation. Um, they they moved, of course, well, but all of the colors and, I don't know, the quality. I thought it looked good. Yeah, and the designs of, like, the ship or, like, mm-hmm. the uh, animal, the cursed forms of them. Uh, yeah. The elephant was super cute. Jasmine, yeah. Yes, Jasmine was adorable. And Lychee's design was very good, too. Yeah, I like Lychee's design a lot. Um, Yeah, it looked really I like good. her hair, her just orange hair swirl. I don't know. I and like I it. liked her eyeshadow. Yes, the the red. Yeah. Which one yeah. was Lychee? Was she one of the villains? The girl from China with who has, who was with the elephant. Oh, that had yes, the yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. I thought you meant one of the, the villain ladies. Um, uh, no. Okay, got it. No, although Mon Lan is also... Yeah pretty rad yeah and yeah she seemed the most dangerous <laughs> like her, yeah she drew blood <laughs> yeah but we'll get into that in spoilers um but yeah um I, yeah i thought the animation was was pretty good and I, it doesn't bother me like the animation in the second movie which is good but it comes down more to character design no i like the animation in this movie yeah yeah no and, and sometimes some of the movies that we watch the animation is more like cartoon series quality but i again i i definitely felt like this was more movie quality yeah yeah that's one of the the draws i think of um movies for animated series is that the animation within the series is usually okay to not okay yeah it's like Um, a tight budget of exactly but but when you get a movie then it's like okay now we can really make the animation pop yeah um and yeah i think they definitely took advantage of that with this mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i don't think this movie could work in live action <laughs> what would it be if it were like yeah like if it were question what, would it, what would the movie have been like if it were live action i don't Ugh. it's yeah. so comedic and slapstick it'd be hard for that to work i think yeah i would just over the top and silly with their attacks and people turning into things and just yeah same with like uh ronma who would the two that well, who would the actor actress be if it were ronma or if yeah. you're just a certain actor or actress and then they probably switch them i don't know who knows yeah i don't know there, there could be some interesting things to, that to answer but i don't know if the end product would would live up to what you would want especially made in the 90s like the budget isn't gonna be that amazing so i don't know how that and there's so much destruction that's hard to... yeah <laughs> i know and i'm not a fan of that as you know what i'm do you just... do with the elephant too yeah. Oh, yeah you can't have the scene where the elephant's in a boat slapping people into the water yeah, yeah. or just like <laughs> stomping through a boat yes uh Hapisai getting beat up wouldn't be as satisfying Hapisai because... won't be a tiny little guy would would also be part of the thing. Yeah, the, the some actor would have to play Hapasai. Who would they look like? And you'd be like, uh, oh, I don't like you. Yeah, and, yeah. You know why too is immediately I just equated to wait Hapasai is the creepy little guy. Yes. Um, uh, to Phil in Hercules. 
And I'm just like, oh. yeah, <laughs> like a way, like a way worse version. Yeah. 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 yeah way worse. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're in a similar mold and that's not a compliment. I know. Yeah. yeah. How about sound design? I thought the music in the opening um, was actually, was really fun. I really liked the music in the opening. It, the opening itself got ruined very quickly because it was so focused on Hapasai, but the music I quite enjoyed. Yeah, Up until he, like, stopped because he heard something or whatever. The music, like, the music overall was, was great. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The composer is uh, Kenji Kawai. And, yeah, does a great job. Like, yes. the movie was really was really fun. I, I it, it was somewhere, but not on the sites I was looking on. Um, the end credit music was also a bop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I really like the the instrumentation and stuff for, for these, for, I guess, Ranma in general. Like... The, they have little percussive um, instruments, mm-hmm. and then like the music d- does a really good job at like underscoring comedy or like yeah. emphasizing a punchline. And even for the romantic things where they're like, "We want you to feel uh, feel emotions here," it sounded good, even though like yeah. the stuff around it wasn't necessarily what uh, <laughs> it should be. The it was the thing that undercut it was not the music. Yeah, the music was good. Yes, <laughs> the music yes. didn't. The music was very good, really. Yeah. Yes, and and including sound effects. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, they really fit like they're slapstick but also I don't know, yeah, they fit. Uh, there wasn't a time where I cuz you know like you have in Quest for Camelot, like there was definitely some times where it just sounded like Looney Tune sound effects and yes. it took you out of it. Yes. And there was never that like all of the sound effects worked perfectly here. Like they sounded like you're like, yeah, that's how that should sound. Like, you didn't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, even to some of the fun, like I said, with the with the elephant throwing everyone out of the boat and all of that. Yeah. Oh, and also, if you were wondering, um, there's two voice actors for Ranma, but everyone else who has a curse, the same person does their normal voice and their animal sound. Oh, that's cute. Aww, yeah. That is cute. <laughs> Let's go on to the part of our podcast that it's named after. How's it hold up? I don't have anything written because it's all in my head. And I think we all, I think the things that don't hold up, we're all pretty aware of. Yeah. <laughs> and the and it has one main name and that is Hapasai. Yes. Um, yes. Hapasai is the worst and the things that he does are gross and sexist and not funny. Yeah. And I think you could maybe... Also, Wu, I'm not sure how to feel about him, the really fat guy. Oh, yeah. I'm not, it, I mean, it definitely felt like a fat joke, and I'm not sure where I really mm. ultimately fell with that character, but it was, eh. Yeah. It wasn't well, much of a character, also, really. Also, even, yeah, even with, when, yeah, even in spoilers, I don't know if they were hinting at bestiality. I don't know. That's, that was kind of a. They said friend. So that would be good. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't think. I didn't, and maybe no, more of a so. fat joke comparison, him to an elephant. That, I don't know. Yes, one hundred percent. And yeah. and to Hapasai, it's just that even that trope of a lecherous old man. Why do we have mm-hmm. to have that? I mean, I don't know, but I'll, Japan likes it. Yeah. Especially they liked it in the eighties and nineties. There's yeah. a lot. I mean, Hapasai is far from the only, like Master Roshi exactly and Dragon who Ball. I was thinking of. There's a and those two are not the only. There's a lot of that sort of thing. Yeah, and it's I mean, always Azumanga awful. Dao. God, yeah. No, there's. It was. It and still is, but it, it seems like it's not as prominent now as it used to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just a comedy trope that 
And it's not funny. That I mean, certain and, and people that's... in Japan like, and uh, those people seem to be in charge of of making anime. Like, again, yeah, well, interestingly, again, I don't, I don't know why that, you know, that gender disparity. Why they would think that would be funny to all audiences? Are they just thinking all their audience is going to be male, and all males are going to find that funny, or? I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I don't know enough about the culture, having not lived in it, to really know why that's a trope that they like so much. But I will say that the manga of Hiranma One Half is, is created, and therefore all the characters, including Hapasai, are created by a woman, Rumiko Takahashi. Mm. Right. But she didn't use Hapasai nearly as much as the anime did. And I don't know their names, but I'm pretty sure the people in charge of the anime were men. So I don't, I don't know. Hmm. Well, the other... Yeah, I'm not really sure what drives why that is just such a thing that was liked, especially for a period of time, but... Yeah, well, and then, and the only, uh, the other thing along with that, uh, on how's it hold up in, in that trope, is when you also then have the age disparity between, um, who he's being yeah, lecherous like most with. most of the main characters are 16. <laughs> see, that, that's, that gets to a whole new, really bad yeah. level, so, yeah. It does. Yeah. So that definitely yeah. does not hold up, and that's just, yeah. No, it's really, yeah. really gross. Yeah. Um, and the movie would have been a lot better without Hapasai. I don't think it would have been that hard to change the plot in a way that makes her show up without him being involved. Yeah. Or even have him be involved, but then he doesn't end up being in the rest of the movie. Right. Like, he's just the inciting incident, yeah. which is the case with several of his arcs in the manga, so. Yeah, yeah like you could have minimized his, his uh, placement in the movie, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else for this section? I mean, he's the main. He's the main thing, and all the stuff related to. Him. Yeah. Well, I guess the only other, um, to me, trope that is just a very common trope that gets, I get tired and weary of, is the damsel in distress trope. Definitely. That you know that you yeah you're being captured, you have to be rescued, you know, by a man, and even that you're being pursued as a bride. That type right. thing. Or no, sacrifice. Because initially we thought that um, Akane was going to be physically sacrificed, which again is, you know, kind of like the King Kong thing where, oh, you know, they're going to sacrifice, you know, a woman. Um, but yeah, it's always a woman that's being sacrificed. Or, and then, you know, he's, you know, that she's going to be this, this bride, uh, you know, forced to be a bride. So all of those tropes get really tiresome. No, definitely 100%. Both of the movies make use of damsel in distress stuff, and it's frustrating. Um, I mean, there's definitely times that she gets damseled in the manga, but not to the extent. And often a lot of times she turns the tables halfway through anyways. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of these original stories that aren't written by a woman, they don't even, they don't have any of that trope chain they don't do anything with that trope other than just play it straight um so yeah thank you subversion was the word i couldn't think of uh yeah no i agree it's a bummer uh it wasn't surprising to see but it's like yeah okay cool she's stolen fun (laughs) yeah yeah well and she seemed quite capable too (laughs) so she so that's why you know she she knocked the crud out of uh kyron many times and you know and and did sneaking the sneaking around 
That's not part of spoilers, I don't think. When she was sneaking around on the no, airship to cook all the things, that was that was funny. But I mean, it's like, why didn't she just escape then? Because she just... I know, right? Because she, she, like, she like held the two huge things. It's like, obviously she's strong. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and too, she seemed to be making quite a bit of noise, so it seems like she could have possibly <laughs> been able to escape without anybody calling too much right. attention. So, yeah. But... But yeah, no, that was, but yeah, she seemed quite, quite capable. Anything else with this section or let's go on to our spoiler alert. Skip to 49 minutes and 19 seconds. So yeah, spoiler stuff is, is basically they, they get to where the villain lives and there's like a, a mountain that they have to go up. That's got various gates and that's where all of his lackeys are. Yes. What was the the first one was that one dude with the beard who who Hapasai took out with a bomb and fortunately it also took Hapasai out for most of the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which thank goodness. (laughs) Like that was that was nice to be like, oh good, we don't have to have him throughout this whole ending segment. Yes. Um then the next what was the next one the Go players? Yeah, Mm, yeah. The twins playing Go. That was Ranma's main Besides the final battle, that was yeah. Ranma's main time to shine. Yeah, yes, that, exactly. that's the only time he really seemed competent. <laughs> yeah, except the very end, I guess. But then he like then he like sits there and explains the logic of what he's done, like a little more. That like we get it. Yes. Like Valerie, a, a moment before he did it was like, can he just go on them? And then he did, and like yeah, like we get <laughs> we understand the logic, Ranma. You're not uh, like amazingly intelligent yes (laughs) and they're in fact quite stupid for not realizing that that was a problem with their whole system (laughs) seriously and then he punches the board which breaks the castle yeah which that was fun yeah um then i think it's Wu, um the big man yeah and he ends up being defeated by friendship friendship yes (laughs) friendship with jasmine the elephant yes yes and i'm like well good for them yeah (laughs) i'm happy i like how their little eyes looked very similar (laughs) that was i think that was the the spark of like we have this in common yes but no words were spoken. Yes. But it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah cute, cute. Um, then next, I think, was Wanlon. Uh, Monlon. Huh? An M. Monlon? Mm-hmm. My bad. Monlon. Um, who, um, yeah, she definitely seemed the most dangerous and competent of, of them. Yes. Um, and she, like, used her string stuff to, like, tie up Ranma and Lychee and, like, digged into them. And yeah. there's yeah. some blood and it's like, oh, no. But then Shampoo came to save the day. Yes. And their fight was apparently too epic to be animated because then they went around the corner and, and stuff happened. Explosion. <laughs> it was probably really cool, but we didn't get to see I it. I know. Well, here's <laughs> another thing. I thought that it was going to hint at. She was saying when you struggle, it just pulls it tighter. So why didn't they just go limp? I don't understand. Would that have worked um, with the strings if they had just gone limp? Who knows? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know um, just I wondered. Was, <laughs> I, at that point, I was like, I know that the other guys come back at some point. So I was just excited to see Shampoo come in and save them. Yes. Then after that, is that Ebatin? The, yeah. Yeah. And that was. The little guy. <laughs> That was hilarious. That was the, like the truly most funniest thing I think in this yeah, movie. Is is like Ranma's gonna fight him and he's getting cut up some or whatever, and then I think you hear Ryoga maybe. Yeah. So for me, no, he it, throws the thing. Yeah, for and me, it. it was like 
Okay, Shampoo was fighting the lady. Okay, Ryoga was fighting this guy. Shampoo, like, jumped in and it's like, you go ahead. And I'm like, okay, Ryoga, like, he's going to come in and he'll take care of this guy. And then he showed up and he was like, I'll go get Akane. <laughs> yeah, he just steps on the guy and runs back. <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious. Oh my god. Why didn't I see this? This is so funny. Yeah. And he just runs past, and then everyone else runs past and over Ibatid also. Yes. Um, I think originally there were, they were planning to actually have some sort of fight there, but I enjoyed the comedic value of not really having it at all. Yes, yes. Yeah. Especially Ryoga leading the charge. Yeah. Yeah, and... Oh, Oh no! Yeah, you you go, mom. Oh, I was just gonna say I don't know then why Ranma and 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 I forgot her name were so far behind everyone then. I don't know. Were they just like stunned and I don't, yeah. what happened for a while because they were way behind. Yes, <laughs> for like no real reason. Yeah, just for story. I guess. <laughs> I liked when we saw Akane's uh, bridal outfit and Valerie said, "Look at Queen Amidala over here." Oh yeah! yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I didn't think about that, but oh, I can so see so that. Much. I can so see that, especially her headdress. Yes, exactly. Oh my yes. yes, yes, exactly. That's that's the main. She thing. She just needed the yes. makeup <laughs> or the lip, the the dark middle <laughs> right. lip part of the lip. <laughs> yes, yes. L- lipstick on the top, yeah, yeah. On the top and, and one the line on the bottom. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and then they all get defeated by Kieran because somehow they all get their way before Ranma and Lychee. Um, and then Ranma comes up, punches a hole in the floor, and then uses the water to punch. Yes. So uh, that they won't get blocked by chopsticks. And that's working pretty well, but then the whole thing explodes, and then they're, like, in a geyser whirlwind in the sky for a while. Yeah. And where it's did that come from? I don't remember. There had been geysers around. Yes. Um, I don't know why Ranma thought that he could probably get water to come up if he just punched through the whole building. But... Yes, because it was the top of a really tall building. So you're just breaking through the building and the force of your punch will definitely hit the ground. I mean, it worked, so <laughs> sure. it's hard to criticize him when it worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and then Ranma goes to save Akane and Kieran goes to save the scroll because he ultimately cares more about that than the person it's attached to. Yes. Which is why Lychee... She, you deserve better, girl. Yes. You deserve better than him. <laughs> well, and that seemed to be, I don't know, do you, and is that, will that be still part of spoilers that we talk about? Do you think ultimately? We're in spoilers. So. No, I know. But I mean, does, because to me, it wasn't really clear. I mean, initially she's, you know, chasing this, she, he is her prince and she wants a prince on a white horse or whatever, but she, sure. but then she said, well, I'll just go on looking for my prince. And he kind of, Lychee kind of looks at her, or sorry, Kieran kind of looks at her. But so it's not clear at the end. Did she, do you feel like she then feels like he is her prince and is going to stay with him and he's going to. I mean, then they have the picture that looks like they got married. Yeah. So mm. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think they stay together, but I don't know. If... But it's like also the whole thing and the guys are like showed the difference between them was that. Ranma cared about the person and he cared about the thing. So it's like, are we supposed to be happy that he ends up with Lychee? I don't you know, know what I think it is? What? It's bad writing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, okay, but he went for the scroll, but then somehow, why did he need to rescue her? Why did she pass well, out? Well, he grabbed the scroll, well, she grabbed the scroll right. and then he was gonna grab it. 
and he grabbed her hand because she just had just grabbed the scroll. Yeah. So I guess, but it's like he ultimately was only trying to get the scroll at first. And then he ended up saving her because she was there. And but it's like, is, the is him grabbing her hand supposed to be a change of heart that he then has? Well, yeah, because it's it not... paused when he put his hand on her yeah. hand that was on the scroll. So that, I don't know. Yeah, is it that I, she cares for the scroll? That is a thing that is important to they him. They both care about the scroll. They're meant to be together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or know. like he appreciates that that's what she cares about. Yeah. Because it's partly about caring about him. I guess. I don't, I don't it, think it's very well written. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not trying to win. I'm just trying. No, to you're like, just trying to understand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And lots I, of destruction with it. all. I mean, it's like we're all of. I, I guess it was not and cl- clear to me initially where what was where what the the geography or the map or where they were going because they started in Tokyo yeah. no 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 and then I mean at the and end. then they traveled to China and then yeah I don't no I mean the island like a mountainous area I mean the island a, I thought like for example you know the island, is it an island where they were or well they traveled through a lot of water yeah. so it felt like it was it had to have been on the edge probably of some landmass and then Hapsai said something about a mountain. Yeah. But but yeah, like it is very It's just vague. like a mountainous area with a bunch of geysers. Like, I don't yeah. know. Well, and I, I guess what I was confusing me is the different buildings where they would fight the different, you know, guards or... Yeah, the yeah, different the gates. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought that it was like level... Initially, I thought it was like levels. They're fighting the first one and they're going to go up to the second level. But then it's like, no, they destroyed that whole building. So that can't be it. So that was just a little no, confusing. No, it seemed... It seemed to me like the gates were just positioned on Mm -hmm. the trail spiraling up the mountain. Mm. Yes. That's what it seemed like to me. Got it. Yeah. I think you're right. And then at the top of the mountain was where you can access the big tower that's in the middle of like the caldera or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. That's what it seemed like to me. That makes sense now because I just, my brain watching it, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I think they were just going up and up, like spiraling up that path that was running through each of the gates. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. But then, it, then everything was destroyed. So. Yeah. yeah, it was. It sure was. No. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Bomb and then, the first and then they let them have the ship at the end, which is like real nice of them. But like, where are you guys gonna live now? I know. All of your stuff was destroyed. I know. But that's where they live. They need to get their pickled vegetables there yeah. and rice, and that's it. So. It was, I mean, and I guess that's fair. That's not even unlike Ranma as a series. But to just, why why can he only eat that? That's what their dietary okay. thing yes. is like. Stupid. It's, um, it's the water there that makes it sure. really hard to digest uh-huh, other uh-huh. things. Thanks, babe. Gives them a lot of gas. Oh, <laughs> no. Painful. I'm glad that you're here to tell me all these details that the movie didn't bother to get Yeah, me. no problem. I have a question, too. Why was Karen... <laughs> Why was Kieran always holding a bowl of rice? I mean, just honestly, I think mostly for for comedic value. I guess, okay, I guess I was like just his, like that's just his prop. And they also used it story wise because he put down his chopsticks whenever he was talking to Akane in the the like romantic scene, and he put down his bowl and rice, and he held her hand with both hands, and yeah, like they used a little bit story wise, but otherwise, it's just a. A choice. Okay. Yeah, like he really only seems to need the chopsticks for his fighting techniques or whatever, and the bowl's just there. Yeah, I was like, you have... And it basically just means he doesn't have the other hand. Yeah. I know, I know. I mean, whatever. It's, a, it's an intentional I handicap. Know. Silly. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything else here in spoilers? Um, uh, well, other than just a, just a very generous villain, because again, after everything is destroyed, <laughs> yeah. they all, yeah. they seem to be chill, standing there on the edge. He's and, like, "You've bested me, half my shit." Yeah, it's like it's yeah. just like uh, they'll drop you off. It, yeah, they. I don't know who. Yeah, who yeah. Was <laughs> I, maybe it's some of those masked men that you thought were creepy. Oh, those masked men were real creepy. I didn't like them. Yeah, maybe that's because yeah. all of the main ones that we saw were on the ground. Yeah, but exactly. yeah, maybe it was some of the masked people, and they drop them off and then bring it back. Yeah, yeah. Unless like the uh, Tendos just have a ship in their yard now. It'd <laughs> <That'd> be amazing. <laughs> oh goodness! But they can't because the movies are never canon. Everything has to go back to how it is after so the movie. <laughs> are we do- are we good with spoilers? I think so. Let's go on to favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite scene in the movie? The op- uh, just the, one. The entrance, the opening, intro yeah, with, opening, uh, half a side. Yeah, I'm. I will second that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Same. It was yeah, like just that whole intro segment up until the title screen. It was a lot. Was that? And I'm like, wow, we're not even gonna show our main character yet. We're gonna just have this creep. Yeah. Mm, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that was definitely the worst. I really liked the music. Sure. But besides that, and the, I mean, the music was great throughout. So, you know, favorite scene. And if it's spo- in spoilers, then just be vague. It's the one with spoilers with Ryoga. Yeah, same. That was so funny. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. Mm, okay. Now, I, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, hmm. To me, maybe also in spoilers with the elephant. That was just cute. Yeah, sure, sure. Cute. Those, yeah, those are both fun scenes. Yeah. Um, who was... Who is your least favorite character? <laughs> who do you think? I mean, it's definitely Hapasai. Yeah, for Since sure. Since it's definitely Hapasai, who's your for second me least favorite? Hapasai. Who's uh, your second least favorite character? Um, hmm. The, uh, uh, I think I have the villains. Was Kieran my least? I don't think so. The, who's the Kendo guy again? Tarawaki Kudo? He's just boring. Oh, no. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's an idiot. <laughs> He didn't do much. He, I mean, he gave them a boat. He didn't do much. <laughs> he gave them a really cruddy little boat. He gave right? them a boat that got broken. And then they had to go on the boat that Jasmine and like. And then she he had. helped paddle. Thanks, Kuno. <laughs> yeah, I would say he's my uh, second one besides Hapasai. Yeah, I just don't know the characters well enough. I would, yeah, I... I was trying to think of if there was any of the... the... I think mine is Bishonenton or whatever, the beard guy who works for Kieran. Because, like, I mean, he's ultimately nothing. Like, he was the least interesting of any of them, of any of the people helping Kieran. Mm -hmm. So he's my least favorite because, like, put a little more effort into him and make him interesting if you're going to even have him in there. There's too many. Yeah. I mean, and I guess he ultimately served the purpose of getting rid of Hapasai for the end part. So I appreciate that. But (sighs) yeah. Favorite character. And for me, this has to, I'm I'm trying to think like, not my favorite Ranma character, but rather who did I most enjoy in this movie? I think for me, it's got to be Ryoga. <laughs> I just, there was just a couple of scenes where Ryoga made me laugh. And I'm like, yes, thank you. And my runner up would be uh, Girl Ranma. Girl Ranma. Who's Ryoga? Yeah, I guess. Sorry. He is the one with the yellow and black bandana and little fangs. And he turns into a pig. Mm, okay. Mm, 
Maybe girl Ranma. Yeah? Yeah. Not Ranma in general? Well, that scene, that really that scene where... No, that scene was was good. Was very good. It was good. well animated. Yeah. Yeah. And the gayest scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Ranma in general, but I just really... And when I'm reading, they're at the same level. But yeah. when it's the anime, I love Megumi a little more than Kape. Yeah. Um, so I just really love Lady Ranma. Sure. Yeah, for, for me, it's kind of tough because I, I wasn't super attached to anyone. But I think maybe just, Aka- maybe just Akane because I just I yeah. just thought she was feisty and funny and She's I like cute. her. T- Akane is great. Yeah. That yeah. is a valid choice. Yeah. But yeah, I think her main uh, hang-up is just her reaction or, or just, um, what is the word? She, she just sees Ranma in the worst light most times. Which is honestly played up a whole lot more in the anime and this movie than it is in canon. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what, like, having... She definitely, I mean, they definitely fight and half of it, the time it is misunderstandings, but like... Like having Ranma and like she's like, she like, sitting next near. to the net. Yeah. And then she's like, my prince, and like Akane's like mad immediately. It's yeah. like, oh, that's so much. Yeah. Flanderization. Yeah, yeah. But no, she's she's great. And she, that's a valid choice, Mom. If Tim Curry were a character, played a character in this oh. movie, who would he play? Mm. We'll take half aside just off the yes, table and put him in the garbage. Yes, he is not going to be a creepy character. Yes, he's not going to be him. Um, what if he's the uh, the the fifth guy, the little the little Ebiton? Yes. That'd be fun. So, I can see that. He seemed to have the most lines out of any of the crew, too. Yeah, yeah. The one who's like, Akane, like, uh, yeah, who's like, you can't do that. Like, the, Yeah, he's got like, like the spear or whatever and the, yes. and the kind of big ears and round head. Yes, yes, yes. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think he could make through. that really I fun. See that. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd give the little guy kind of a sense of power, too, which would be kind of interesting, just having that voice. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> And make it all the more hilarious when a spoiler scene happens later. Yes, yes. That's a good choice. That's my choice. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And the only other thing I thought of is maybe the mustache guy that was one of the villains, maybe make him more interesting if it was him. Oh, Bishonin Tim? I thought that too, actually. I was like, then even though he's short and sweet, He'd be, it'd be Tim Curry. That'd be pretty comedic because you'd think that he'd have more of a thing. And then he's just like, not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could be really funny too. You're right. Those are both good choices. Yeah. And honest, I can't even try to pretend here having him be any of the main cast. So yeah, I'm happy with that. Not those. even Cologne. No. <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> Cologne's the old lady who was basically just in the beginning. Oh, yes, um, who was like on the stick. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. She's she's old and shriveled, and she is shampoo's great great grandmother. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, she, which isn't relevant to the story, but yeah, that's, just that's briefly. who Valerie is just trying to go with my long running joke of Tim Curry playing old ladies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'll, I approve it. <laughs> All right. Let's go on then to our final thoughts, overall consensus, what you would rate it. Ugh, rating. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, I don't think I would recommend it, uh, for, maybe like if you know the anime sure there's a lot more in it for you uh if you haven't it's there's there's a lot thrown at you it's probably really hard to grasp and then besides not knowing the anime like the story is isn't that strong yeah Uh, there's a really annoying character in there who's real (sighs) gross 
so so yes, wouldn't recommend it unless you are familiar with the anime and you want to see see it. That's fine. Uh, I think a one point five. Okay, I'm gonna say one point five. All right. Thank you, oh, too, for going first. It kind of helps me clarify my thoughts of where I'm, uh, you know, where I want to go and all that okay. kind of stuff. But no yeah, d- I definitely would not recommend it for someone who, again, unless you are, as you said, Valerie fans of the anime, because if you're, if you're fans of the anime and especially being able to see all the characters that you like and love, then it may be fun. But otherwise, hmm, hard to follow, possibly kids well no there's too much of the creepy guy in there which so i wouldn't recommend it i was going to say otherwise kids might just find the shenanigans funny but i don't think there's probably better movies for that exactly because of yeah the the creepy connotations so yeah unless you were an you know an adult or of age whatever uh to um and familiar with the manga i wouldn't recommend it and then hmm i think i think i may also mirror the 1.5 just because even though content wise and story wise it wasn't something that I was a huge fan of um I think the animation quality the the music the sound quality there's just a lot of positives to make it you know merit that yeah fair um I wouldn't recommend it even to Ranma fans oh okay TBH the half of the fandom I hang with isn't really a fan of either of the movies either. <laughs> um, but, um, I mean, I de- there's stuff in it that I like just because it has characters I like in it. Sure. I think this movie's okay. And I'm going to go ahead and give it a 1.75. Okay. Which is mostly just fueled by me enjoying these characters, but I can't actually recommend it. And Hapasai brings stuff down. Yeah. And it's just, like, I mean, the story itself is nothing special. I like seeing the characters I like animated pretty nicely, um, but that's not enough for me to want to recommend this movie. So, yeah, I think 1.75, which is honestly generous, like, 1.5 is probably more accurate. But since I love Ranma, I'm going to say (laughs) (laughs) 1.75. All right, well, next time we are going to watch a uh, movie that I know pretty much nothing about um, involves someone named April and it's on Netflix and um, we'll see how it goes. I, I don't know anything about it really. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. And that's okay. our next week. All right. Cool, cool. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Rate and comment. Yes, like, subscribe. Apple or Stitcher <laughs> or wherever. We have a Twitter, how's it hold up, at how's it hold up pod without the apostrophe. Um, yeah. yeah. Add us. Yeah. <laughs> Give us comments. I'll reply to them. Thank you all. What else do I have to do in these quarantine times? I know. Pretty much. Yes. Oh, mostly a lot of Animal Crossing. Uh, yes. I, I second that. Yay. Yeah. Animal Crossing. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Until next time. Thank you. Bye. 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info.
The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. Thanks for listening! Thanks for listening!